Hey y'all. Welcome back to another episode. So number one, I needed to get this episode out anyway because it's almost been a week. And for two, I owe y'all another episode because of that little mishap we had going on with the interview with Nicole. The interview with Nicole went so smooth. It was so great. I really appreciated her coming on the show, even though it was brief. I didn't want to take up too much of her time, but I really appreciated her coming on here and talking to y'all because I like to hear from other women and I like for women to come on and older women, especially to come on and really talk with us and, and give us their perspective and just tell us little pieces of what's going on in their life. So I hope that, um, you know, anybody could relate to her story, not so much the negative things, but if you could relate to her feelings and the way that she felt and, and how she was growing up, then that's all, you know, that's all I can be grateful for on this show. Uh, the realness I always appreciate, but this episode, I'm going to be 100%, 100%, 100% with y'all, because, and yes, I have been drinking. I'm, I done had a few glasses of wine because I needed the wine down a little bit, y'all, because it's been crazy. These past couple weeks, and as you can tell by the title, I almost cried today because these past couple of weeks have been, y'all, when I say bullshit after bullshit after bullshit like with no break like when i tell y'all i haven't caught a break here within the past couple weeks and don't mind me if i get emotional don't mind me if i get a little bit religious on y'all okay because things have been very difficult for me and you know, things have been, they've, they're they better than they were. Now, let's say that. Let's start with that. I'm grateful. Now, I'm grateful a thousand percent. I'm always giving the glory to most high. Always, always, always. Things are better than what they were, but they definitely have been difficult, I will say. Um, so, at the beginning of October, the month of October has been, it's been an ordeal. So, at the beginning of October... Y'all know I don't have a car right now currently, which is which is honestly a blessing for me because I'm able to do with my money what I want to do with it. And I'm able to not have to worry about a car note and I'm still getting around. I'm still, you know, I'm it, it's calm right now. It's really calm. And me not having a car is not an obstacle for me at all. Um, I have walked before. Y'all know that. I have marched far distances before. <laughs> Um, I have taken public transportation my entire life. Like I'm no stranger to this lifestyle at all. So it doesn't bother me. Um, but however, I thought to myself, I'm like, Hey, let me do some Uber rides. How would I do Uber rides? Might you ask with the rental car option, of course. So <laughs> I go, I go to Avis and Oh wait, I'm sorry. I'm sorry. Let me start at the very beginning. So the beginning was the week of the Beyonce, the, the weekend of the Beyonce concert when they came to Kansas, when she came to Kansas City, excuse me. And um, I called Hertz and I was like, hey, I want to, you know, get a rental car. I want to do it through Uber. Can I grab a car from you guys? And the guy on the phone, he was like, I'm going to be honest with you. We ain't got no cars. We ain't got no cars for you, like for real. 
And I was like, it's Beyonce, isn't it? Like, I know it is. I know. He's like, yeah, this week we don't have any cars left. The best I can do for you is later this week, maybe about Thursday or Friday. And that's a maybe. And I'm like, okay, don't worry about it. So I call Avis. So I get a car through them and I'm, I'm able to book with them online and everything. And I get the car, which is fine. It's seamless, easy process. I get the car, I get a Toyota Corolla, which is a car that I've been thinking about getting anyway. Now, did I, what's the word? Did I inadvertently manifest this? Maybe. Cause I have been thinking about getting a Toyota Corolla. I have been thinking about it for months and the car that I end up getting for the rental happens to be a Toyota Corolla. Like, okay, like you ain't slick. Like God, you ain't slick. So I end up driving this car and it's a 2022. It's a 2022 silver Toyota Corolla. So I'm driving this car around now with the with the Uber process, they allow for you to roll over the payments. So you pay what? I think it's like two hundred and forty dollars. But I got the insurance on the car. So I ended up paying like three hundred something dollars, three hundred like fifty dollars or something, which was fine because I'm like, I'm, I, I plan on driving this car enough to where. I'm going to have it pay for itself. Like it's not gonna bother me to pay this 350 because I know I'm gonna drive this car enough. So that's cool. I get the car, I drive off the lot, whatever. And I get it and I'm doing my rides. I'm doing rides. I'm doing, um, well, I'm not necessarily doing rides at first. First I'm doing um, deliveries. Y'all have to bear with me because I have been drinking. But um, <laughs> I started off doing deliveries. And this, this story is going to be long-winded. So if you don't have time, you might not want to listen to this right now. But um, so I start doing like the deliveries. And so I get on the app and I'm like, okay, I can do these deliveries, but why can I not take rides? Like for some reason I can't take rides. And so I get on the app and this is where the bullshit begins. Okay. So I get on the app and I'm like, okay. It says Toyota Corolla is signed up with the Uber app. Okay, cool. So I get on there and it says the insurance is not updated. The insurance is expired and it has not been updated. So I'm like, okay, that's cool. I'll just call over to the place. They'll give me a new insurance card. Boom, we're done, right? No, that's not what the fuck happened. So I end up calling over there. I call, well, first, first I call Uber and I'm like, what's going on? You know, and she, they, she the lady on the phone was like, yeah, it says here that the insurance is expired and that's why you can't take rides right now. You're not eligible to take rides right now. I said, okay, that's fine. Let me go ahead and call over to Avis and get this sorted out, you know, taken care of. And then I'll give you all a call back. So I called them and they're like, oh, okay. I get on the phone with the lady and she's like, oh, okay, that's fine. We'll get that taken care of for you. Um, let me get my manager on the phone and I'll just put you on a, on a brief hold. Okay, she puts me on a brief hold and fucking hangs up. Oh, wow. Okay. So she hangs up. I call Uber back and I'm like, I don't think they, I don't think they have anything to do about it. I don't think they want to do anything about it. And so they're like, well, you know, I'm going to transfer you over to this department that can actually handle it because we have an Avis department, a part of Uber, like Uber has partnered with Avis. So we have a Hertz department but we have a Hertz um, liaison and we also have an Avis liaison that you can speak with. And I said, okay, that's perfect, great. So send me over to them. 
So they send me over to them and Avis is like, I talked to an employee there and she's like, I'm going to route you up to my supervisor because this is an interesting, uh, like a unique situation and I really don't know how to help you. So I'm going to route you up to my supervisor. So I said, okay, that's fine. She routes me up to the supervisor and she's like, ma'am, I am so sorry. She was like, but I, there's really nothing we can do on our end other than like try to give them a call for you but like there's nothing we can do if you have a physical insurance card in that vehicle that is not updated and it is expired then all you can do is go to the place where you got the car from and take that up with them i said ma'am they told me to call you they told me to call uber uber transferred me over to you and now i am literally on the phone with you and she was like, okay, I'm sorry that they're giving you the runaround about this because that's what it sounds like. It sounds like nobody knows what to do and they're just giving you the runaround, babe. And I'm like, well, what am I What am I to do? What am I to do? And she's like, I would advise for you to just go up there. Like the, your best bet is going to be to go up there. So I'm like, okay, cool. I'll just go up there. I'm like, I'll go up there tomorrow. So I give Avis a call back again just to make sure that I'm not crazy. So I give them a call. They give me the same bullshit again. I call Uber back. They're like, call Uber and blah, blah, I'm like, okay, cool. Call Uber back. Finally, I get on the phone with somebody apparently who has seniority or who works with, who's been working with them for a while. And he goes into my account and he's like, well, ma'am, it's really not the insurance that's the problem. He was like, it is that you don't have the Uber rides on your account he was like all you have is uber deliveries he was like you only you haven't signed up for the uber rides itself so what i'm gonna do is sign you up for the uber rides and then you'll be able to do it so tomorrow when you go up to the place tell them that you need to get you need to make sure that they update your insurance with them and that they make sure that you have uber rides on your app and i'm like okay cool because this is my first time doing this i don't really know so i get on there and i see that it it does say only um uber eats like they're only you're only good for deliveries you know you need to be good for rides so i go the next day i go up to the avis place and they're like okay what we're going to do is sign you out of the uber system all together and sign you back in because the insurance is updated digitally um, the card itself is not, but when, if you were to get pulled over or something, you would pull up the insurance card through your Uber driving app instead of using the one in the car. That's why you're having the issue. And I was like, okay, fine. I'm not going to worry about it. Uber said it was cool. You said it's cool. We good. Just let me look, look, look. If you need to, if you need to lock me out, lock me back in, whatever you need to do, do it. Cause I need to get this money. So, <laughs> so I, the whole reason for me doing this, I should have started with that. The whole reason for me doing this was I needed to get extra money. I wanted to make at least like $1,000 within two weeks, at least. And maybe even before two weeks if I could. But the fucked up part about it was my dumb ass, I did not pay my rent. I did not pay my rent thinking that I was going to be able to make more than I had for my like i had the money for the rent y'all i just didn't pay it and i spent it on the uber car thinking that i was gone you know me being four hundred dollars behind on rent and i'm like oh well if i make a thousand dollars then i'm gonna go ahead and and do this and that i'm gonna be able to do even more stuff 
you dumb, just just dumb as fuck, right? So finally, they let me do the Uber rides. I, I get back in the car. I log into the app. She's like, yeah, it's going to be uh, three three to five days, you know, before the Uber rides come up on your app. And I'm like, ma'am, I only have like three or four days left with this car. Like, what is you talking about? So cool. I go down the street and I'm just riding. I open up the app and it says Uber rides is available to you. Yes. Fuck yes. So now... I start taking rides. So I'm taking rides. And when I tell y'all, I'm taking every single one. I don't give a damn if the ride is like three, four dollars. I'm taking every single fucking one and I'm making that money. I'm going to the airport, going back from the airport. I'm going to Olathe, bitch. I'm riding through over in the park. I'm over here. I'm over there. I'm doing it, right? Busting my ass. And then on top of that, I'm going to work because I just started this new job. I told y'all. So I started this new job and they want me to be there for orientation at eight o'clock in the morning. So I go to orientation at eight o'clock in the morning till about three o'clock in the afternoon. I get off and I go do my Uber rides and my Uber deliveries. And then I come home and go to sleep for a little bit. And then I get up and go back at eight in the morning. Then I get off and go do my rides and then go to bed. I'm just doing this shit, right? Busting my ass every day. Busting my ass. And so, (laughs) y'all one day in the middle of all this hustling i get home and there's what an envelope on the door i said lord satan satan we gonna burn your kingdom down we gonna burn your kingdom down because you really just tried me for real I, I get this envelope. I go in the house. I shut the door. Because at this point, I'm ashamed now. Because, like, hurry up and get this shit off the door. So I grab it. I take it in. I'm looking. And they're like, uh, yeah, this part of your rent has not been paid. So, you know, you have three business days to pay this. Or you're going to need to pack your things. And, and you know, you. Well, actually, no. They was like, the the letter basically said, you have three days from this date to pay this, um, you know, to pay this X amount. And from this date, you'll have to get out. Like, basically, if you don't pay it within three days, you might as well take these three days to pack your shit and get the fuck up out of here. So I was like, oh, my God, not them playing me like I ain't been paying my rent on time every motherfucking month. So I was like, "Okay." I went downstairs. I said, hey, I just switched jobs. Like, I just have a lot going on right now. Like, is it okay?" Like she was like, oh, no, like you're fine. She was like, this your first time being late on rent. I said, yes, ma'am. Like, yes. She was like, "Okay, well, you just have to put a note in. She was like, I'll put a note in the system for you, you know, just to. Just to make sure everybody is on the same, you know, on the same page with it. But next time, you know, just let somebody know that you're going to be a little bit behind. So I was like, okay, cool. But I would have never been behind if I hadn't been this Uber shit, right? Cool. But y'all, we're going to get to the, we're going to get to that point here in a minute. So mind you, I'm doing Uber rides, but I don't have no car. So I'm also going back and forth to work. So like I'm using this, like, you know, I'm fucking hustling right now. I'm using this job. I'm using this car to go to my job and go, you know, to this orientation and get back and forth and making money doing that and i'm making money doing my little uber ride so like i'm good all i gotta do is put a little twenty dollars in the gas tank and it's straight for a good little minute so i'm doing what i do i handle my business whatever so one night i have to work at this hotel and i end up working at this hotel for like i think it was from 
was it from 11? No, it wasn't 12. It was 11. It was from 11 to 7. So I ended up working there from 11 to 7. And y'all, it was raining. It was probably like, this happened at 1 o'clock in the morning. I was on the phone with my sister, and I, I, I swear it was her fault. I'm on the phone with her. It's raining outside. It's 1 o'clock in the morning. It's dark. And y'all, don't y'all know I ran into a fucking pole in this car? Because I had to do patrols around this motel. It wasn't a hotel. It was a motel. So I... <laughs> I end up running into a pole, right? So I scraped the side of the rental car. Now, if you remember at the beginning of this story, I told y'all that I got the insurance on the car. Okay? I got the insurance. He asked me, he said, do you want to get the insurance? Do you not want to get it? I said, I do want to get it. I do. Because what? You got me fucked up. And I'm a lot older now, so I uh-uh. I ain't ready to play them games. I didn't I didn't did them no insurance games before. Nah, we ain't doing that. So I went on here and got it. So I thank God I did. Right? So I get the insurance. And I ended up running into this pole one night. And I scraped the side of the car. And y'all, the way it's not even done bad, like the, um, what is it? The headlight is kind of broke a little bit. And like, it kind of got dented in. So like the rubber on the inside part of the flap of the car is sliding up against the tire so it sounds like it's dragging when you drive it it sounds like something is dragging on the ground when you drive it but it's not it's just the rubber smashing up against the tire whenever the tire moves and if you drive real fucking fast you won't hear it but if you slow down a little bit it'll you know like it's like but if you start going fast it's like and then like it just goes away because it's going so fucking fast that it's not even really hitting shit so that was the science that I came up with when I went out and looked at it. I was like, okay, if I just drive real fucking fast, ain't nobody gonna hear this shit dragging. So, <laughs> so at this point, I'm like, okay, fuck this. I'm driving this car. I don't give a damn. I'm driving this car until the day is up. Like I had the car for a week and then I doubled over and did it for another week. So I was like, fuck it. I'm gonna drive this car until I can't, you know, have it no more. So I take it back to the rental car place. The time was up for me. So. I gave it back and I was like, uh, they was like, we just need you to write an incident report and we'll go ahead and get that file for you and everything. And you had the insurance on the car. So, you know, that's fine, whatever. I'm like, all right, cool. So a couple of days later, I'm at work and I'm getting ready to get paid. So I end up getting paid. I have two separate accounts. So I got paid from work on uh, my first checking account and I had, I had, opened up my no no no, my bad i had got paid from work on my second checking account and then i opened up my first checking account um just to see what was in it and if i needed to change anything over to it or whatever why that bitch was negative 534 fucking dollars why they charge my account $534 i said god damn i'm glad i didn't get them the other fucking account so then I open up my account the next day, y'all. I get I get I get paid to go to, to go to school, like to go to college. So, bitch, don't y'all know I got paid a thousand dollar check from going to my back pay from when they played with my money, but that's a whole nother story. But <clears throat> I had got my check from them. <sighs> don't you know that thousand dollar check hit my motherfucking account? Don't you know that shit hit my primary account and it hit that negative $500 so it automatically paid it? 
Like, what? Are you fucking kidding me? Like, are you fucking kidding me? Now, mind y'all, I do not have no furniture in my apartment right now because I had quit my um my corrections job because they was being racist and stuff. And bitch, like I said in my quitting jobs episode, mental health before everything. Y'all not about to disrespect me and treat me no kind of faith, no kind of motherfucking way in here. So regardless of whatever it is, I'm not staying. So I haven't worked for a minute. And I the, the little Sephora job that I did work, it was just a little short gig. It wasn't too, too much of nine. So cool. They take that money out the account. I'm like, you know what? I said, you know what, Lord? In that moment, I literally said, you know what, Lord? I'm not even mad because at least I had it to give. And sometimes, and I say this to y'all because sometimes you have to stop and be like, and look at the other side of things. And I instantly did that because my faith had to, my, my faith has to step in at some point. I'm like, you know what, Lord, at least I had it to give. At least I didn't have, you know, this $500 shit just chilling in my account waiting, you know, because my secondary account is what have my money in it. That's where I kind of like hide my money at. And I pay my bills with the primary account that my uh, my VA check comes to and like all my bills is attached to that account and shit like that. So I put my money in the account when I feel like putting it in it. You see, you understand what I'm saying? So... I'm like, thank you, Lord. Like, at least I had it to pay it. So now I don't have to worry about $500. You know, um, I still have some money from me getting paid today. And I got paid from my um, my school check. And I'm still and I'm still getting paid from my other stuff. And I just have I have things and I have money available. So, you know, at least I had it to do something with. And I had to be grateful for that. Um, and you know, it's it's no flex over here and it's no trying to shit on nobody, but I hope y'all are understanding the message that I'm trying to get across. You know, um, sometimes just look at it, just look at it differently. Yeah, I'm going to miss that money. Yes, I am going to miss $530, but I would have rather been able to get it out the way than have to worry about it just sitting there and something potentially hitting my credit or hitting collections, you know? So I just had to be thankful for that. Um, but moving forward, like things have just been, it went it went further from there. Um, the next week I ended up getting rolled up at work. I ended up getting rolled up twice at work and over some stupid shit. Um, y'all know I take the bus. I had, I had let the Uber car go. Um, I ended up taking the bus and the bus was late. So I ended up being late for work and the dude was not trying to cut me no type of break. I never been late to none of my posts before. Like he was not trying to catch me a break at all. Like he literally was like, Oh, well you was 15 to 20 minutes late. So that's going to have to be a write up. And it's like, what the fuck? I feel like you want to write me up. Like, I feel like you want, and you know how these white men be like, I feel like, I feel like white men who's like 30 years old and up, those be my biggest fucking haters. Like for some reason, they do not like me or they want to do whatever they can to stop me or to hold me back from some shit. And I don't understand what that is. But anyways, he wrote me up and uh, I didn't have my security license. He was like, well, where's your security license? Um, he and, and that particular day, I was working at this ghetto ass price chopper that always gets stolen from and always get robbed. And um, 
I wasn't trying to work there anyway, to be honest. I really was not trying to be there. And he was like, well, where's your security license? Like, you know, can you present your security license? And I was like, well, I started looking around. I said, fuck, I left it at home. Like, I don't have it. And he was like, well, I said, so I can't work today. He was like, unfortunately not. You're not going to be able to work today. Uh, call the lieutenants and let them know that I'm sending you home because you don't have your security license. And I was like, okay, that's fine. Like, I'm not that's fine, whatever, because honestly, deep down inside, I didn't want to work there any motherfucking way. I did not want to work at that particular place anyways. So I was like, that's fine. That's cool. And I didn't want to be around his motherfucking ass all day anyways either because we work security, bitch. Why are you acting like you KCPD? Like, please get the fuck out of my face with that shit. So I left and I went and got my ass right on back on the bus and went home. So... I was upset about that. Y'all remember I came on and told y'all about that. Um, and after that, I ended up going to get another security license. It was like $40, whatever. And just kept, everything just kept costing me money, costing me money. Like, oh my God. And so y'all know, and and once they, it just it just bust me down, bust me down. And I, I just kept feeling like shit just keep going wrong back to back to back, like, why why and i remember it back to um back to last year last november and this might not, this might have to be a part two i'm gonna try to i'm gonna try to throw it together so you can get the most out of this episode but it might have to be a little piece of a part two but um i remember back in november of last year i, I went to hang out with my family and and if y'all listen to me y'all know i don't hang out with my family very much um but I went to Thanksgiving and I went to hang out with them and shit. And everybody's sitting around in the living room and they start singing. And so they <laughs> they all in there singing and they singing like old hymns and church hymns and stuff. Because if you don't know me, my family, real country, my family from West Virginia, my family is from Kanawha Valley. And um, everybody just sitting around singing and stuff. And... I wasn't singing. I wasn't singing not because I didn't want to. I just was on my phone at the moment. And so um, my auntie stops and she looks over at me and she was like, it was my auntie and my cousins. And she looked over at me and she was like, you don't believe in God? And I was like, what? Who said that? And that really, I don't know, that really moved me a little bit that she asked me that because I didn't get into depth of the conversation with her or in front of them, but I'm not, I'll never say that. I'm never going to say that I don't believe in God. But what I don't believe is that I do not believe in the God that these people have tried to tell us that it is. Do y'all understand? Like, I don't believe in the God that they say it is and what we have been taught that it is because I feel something different. I feel that it's not that. And I choose to go with what I feel inside. I choose to go with what's been shown to me because what's been shown to me, it just feels a little different and it feels, it resonates with me a little bit more. Um, I believe that it is still God, but I don't think it is the Christian God that they're trying to say that it is. No. Um, because I remember this time last year, and I'll tell y'all, and I'll never stop telling y'all. I will never stop telling y'all. This time last year, which I would say March of 2020. No, 2022. My bad. What the fuck? 2022. March of 2022. I remember sitting in my room 
And this was a, a, a couple weeks after I started this podcast and I was sitting. If you've been listening to me since then, shout out to you. Shout out to everybody who's been listening to me for this past year. Um, I started this podcast February of 2022. I appreciate all my supporters. I just want to shout y'all out real quick. Um, <laughs> but I, I remember sitting there and I'm like, Lord, I'm sitting in this apartment um, with a crazy ass bitch at, for a girlfriend. I just broke up with her. Her mama crazy, her family crazy. They hate me. They don't like me. Um, I'm in this this condo in Miami, Florida. I'm paying eight fifty. I have two other roommates. They are also paying eight fifty, and that is fucking ridiculous. Lord, please, if you can get me out of this situation. I remember I lived with my cousin and his girlfriend. She said, "I make enough money to where you do not have to pay me nothing to stay here, and you can handle your business and move out whenever you're ready." I said, "Okay." I did handle my business, but I didn't handle it good enough. So I didn't put myself in the position that I needed to be in. I said, Lord, I understand that. I confess that with my mouth to you. I did not handle my business the way that I should have. But if you give me another opportunity, I will do it. If you give me another opportunity to handle my business again, I promise you, I will not fuck it up. I will not fuck it up. And I did cuss and I was like, Lord, please, I apologize for cussing, but I really need you to understand. If you please allow me to get myself together and allow me to do it, then I will. I will do it. Give me the opportunity to get on my feet again and really make it better and turn this shit around the way that I'm capable of turning it around. And I will do exactly that and I will not mess it up. So I had plans at the time. I had plans to leave the country. I, You know, I get my military check. I was like, look, I have enough money for me to get up and leave the country if I want to. I'm going to go to Mexico and I'm going to spend a month in Mexico and do whatever it is that I want to do. Um, go to all these different places I want to go, visit these different beaches and stuff like that and just have an experience. And then once I, I'm done there, then I will go to Asia. By then I'll have enough money to go to Asia and... Um, I'll probably start in Thailand and I'll go to Bangkok and I'll go to, cause I really want to go to Singapore. That was my biggest thing. I'm like, I want to end up in Singapore. And then once I get there, I'll just decide wherever I want to go next, which would probably be in South Africa because shout out to my people in South Africa. Shout out to y'all. Okay. <laughs> Let me stop for a minute and shout out to y'all. Okay. I did not, I did not realize at all that people are listening to me out there. Oh my goodness. Shout out to South Africa. I did not realize that y'all was listening to me, how y'all are. I saw my shout out on Spotify. Um, if y'all don't know, Spotify Africa featured me in their story and they posted me on their page and I was in the lineup and that was so amazing to me. So I really, really, really appreciate that. That is insane. What also is insane is the tickets to South Africa. That's also insane. <laughs> Those tickets are upwards $6,000 to $10,000 a piece. And baby, that's crazy to me. So <laughs> once I had, and I had calculated. And so I, I have had so many plans on visiting South Africa. Like now I have to, now I have to show y'all some love. Okay. Because just thank you so much. Thank you so much. Um, and I'm like, once I travel all these different places, like once I go to Mexico, go to Asia and and maybe even go down and try to go to um, some places in Europe if I wanted to, 
once I get done doing that, I had calculated up all the expenses and I'm like, I could be done saved this much by doing all this. Like, to be completely honest, it costs less for me to travel the world. Okay. Maybe y'all don't hear me. It costs less for you to get up and travel the world and live in hostels than it costs for you to get an apartment month to month in the United States of America. And once I realized that, I said, I'm going to get up and do it. Now, the only reason that I did not is because I allowed people to talk me out of it. I calculated the expenses. I knew how much it was going to cost to do this, to do that, how much it was going to cost to eat a day, how much plane tickets were going to cost, how much lodging was going to cost, how much travel was going to cost. I had everything down to how much Ubers were going to cost, y'all. An estimate of how much these things would cost. And I didn't do it because I allowed people who had never been anywhere to try to tell me what not to do. Oh, well, that's dangerous. Oh, people die. Oh, this happens. That happens. You're a black woman, blah, blah, blah. And it's like, there's people out here that's doing this and they've never been harmed. There's people out here. And yeah, anything could happen. But I'm very, if it's my time to go, it's my time to go type person. So I did not go, obviously. And I ended up saying to myself, I said, okay, if I don't do this, then I have to promise myself something else. I was like, okay, I'm going to give myself the lifestyle that I want. I want to have my own place. I want to live by myself. And I'm saying all this as I'm sitting at the desk. I'm sitting at my desk back in my old apartment in Florida. And I'm like, look, I want to have my own apartment. I don't want to have any roommates. I want to be able to afford it on my own. You know, Lord, I want to build myself up. I want to have the space and the comfortability to build myself up, Lord. And if you just give me the opportunity to do so, I will not mess it up. I promise you. And I would just, I would say that to myself every day and I would just, I would just think on it and I would meditate on it. And um, the day finally came that I was going to leave. And I told myself, my lease is up here in September. And I knew that I was going to leave because when I saw the letter about the lease being up and the lease renewal and how much it was going to be, they wanted a lot more than I already was paying. I was paying $850. They wanted it to go up to $950, almost $1,000. I said, oh, hell no, I'm not doing this. I have to go at this point. So I'm like, okay, I'm going to leave. I booked my flight and I moved back here. And I moved back here as in I moved back to Missouri. I was in St. Louis and I was staying with a friend who ended up being, you know, insane. You have to listen to my other episodes to hear about that. But I ended up moving back here and where I'm at right now, I remember when I first moved in here, probably about probably about a month and a half after I first moved into this place, have my own apartment and everything. And one of my friends, when I first got here, I was working for this temp agency and um, they had me going to these different events. And I would, I was like a vendor at these different events. Like, well, I would sell beer and drinks and snacks and stuff at these different events around the city. And 
I remember I met this girl, her name was Ashley. And Ashley was so cool. She was so cool. She was so fun. She's really, really pretty. And um, just, just, you know, she's older. She's like, I think she's like 32 or something. She's older than me. Not older, but like, you know, she's older than me. And she's so amazing. And so I remember she's like, do you need a ride home? Like, do you need anything? I said, yes, would you please, would you mind taking me home? She's like, that's fine. So she takes me home and we ended up keeping in contact. And months and months later, when I moved into this place, she was like, hey, I'm going to brunch. Did you want to come with me? Like me and my friends are going to brunch. And we went and I had such a great time. I had an amazing time with her and her friends that she brought to brunch. And um, I remember what happened there. I had my money in in my account, but my account allows you to like freeze it or lock it. So I had my account locked and then my phone died. So I'm like, okay, I gotta run. I gotta be able to like either run to the car or something so I can charge my phone and I'm able to pay my little bill. Mind you, <clears throat> I have thousands of dollars in my fucking account. Excuse me at the time and so i'm like well shit my phone is dead my bill is like 74 dollars because we had a brunch we had a a brunch buffet so we didn't eat and we had bottomless mimosas which is 20 dollars a piece so my bill came up to be 74 dollars for just me and so i'm like fuck my phone is dead and it looked like i'm broke but i i do have the money like i hella have the money like i just can't do it because i can't unlock my card and so Mind you, I only know Ashley. I don't know her other two friends, but we've had so much fun and it's it's just been such a great time. Her friend is like, oh, I'll pay it for you. Like, I'll just pay it for you. I said, are you sure? I was like, I will pay you back as soon as we get in the car and I'm able to get to the charger. I will send your money back immediately. She was like, as long as you give it back. She was like, girl, I don't mind. Like, I'll pay it for you, period. And that's from a stranger. I just wanted to share that little story with y'all. That's also a little piece of God too in that because she did not have to do that. She did not have to do that at all. And so um, moving forward, I remember I got home that day and I cried. And I cried because I was happy. And I don't cry often. I don't cry often for bad things. I really don't cry often, period. But that day I cried because I was so, I was genuinely happy. And I hadn't been happy in so long. I had enjoyed myself and somebody, somebody helped me. Somebody that I didn't even know the day before helped me and they didn't make me feel like, she didn't make me feel bad about it. She didn't make fun of me. She wasn't like condescending or anything. And I just felt so good because I remember I used to imagine days like this. Like I used to literally imagine that shit. And I, I used to, be in Florida and I would be like, there's gonna come a day where I'm gonna leave this bitch and I'm gonna be happy and I'm gonna go out with some people and I'm gonna go to lunches and brunches and shit and I'm not gonna be worried about this at all. 
And that was the day that it happened. And so going back to my auntie, when she said, oh, you don't believe in God? Yes, I do. I promise you I do. I believe in God more than you know, more than you could probably understand because those are the things that I've seen happen before my eyes. And those are the things that I have prayed for and the things that I'm thankful for. So I have to thank him every day. I have to thank him, it, whoever it is that's working in my favor. I absolutely have to thank them because I'm not perfect. I haven't been perfect. I've made some fucked up decisions. I've done some things that I wish I hadn't done. Um, And these things have still come to pass for me. And there's been times where I didn't have faith in it. And I might have had maybe like a little piece of hope or a piece of maybe, maybe, maybe it'll happen for me. But it's the keep trying. If you just keep going, if you just keep going, if you just keep going and you keep trusting and you keep trusting, it's going to happen and it's going to get there and you're going to get there. Whatever situation you're in right now, I'm telling you, just don't quit on it. Just don't quit. I'm telling you, do not quit on that shit. Because I'm living proof that things can change for you. And there's been times where I have, things have happened for me. And I have seen with my own eyes that it should not have happened. Like there's things that have worked out for me when they had no reason to. It had absolutely no way and no reason to work out. So when people come to me and they're like, oh, you do spiritual stuff and you do candles and you do this and that. That's because I'm working with the materials that God has put on this earth for us to use. Yes, I'll drink tea. That's herbs. Yes, I like candles. That's wax. Yes, I do these different things because they are elements of the earth that's given to us. I'm not doing nothing wrong and I'm not doing nothing that nobody before you has ever done and I'm not using it for malice. There's been things that I've watched. Like for example, I remember some years ago, this was probably like 20, I think this was the summer of 2018. I came to Kansas City because I was visiting my friends. They wanted me to come out here and hang out. I was like, cool. I was stationed in Oklahoma City at the time, so it wasn't it wasn't a long drive at all. It was probably like four hours. I came out here, I visited them, hung out, I left. I spent two days here. I turned around, I left, drove back. Mind you, I had to be back at work on Monday. I spent the weekend out here. I had to be back at work on Monday at seven o'clock in the morning. I worked from seven to four. And when you're in the military, You do not have room to be late. You don't have room to be late for anything. And so it was Sunday evening. I left here around maybe like 
I don't even know. I probably left here at like 10 o'clock at night. Should have left way earlier. But I left late and I was driving. And I remember it started raining. And it started pouring down raining, like thunderstorm type raining. And this happened around like 1 o'clock in the morning. I was driving. I was two hours away. I was in Blackwell, Oklahoma. I was two hours away from Oklahoma City. And there was a truck on the side of the road with its hazards on. Why I didn't slow down, I don't fucking know. But I was too busy trying to get back in time so I could sleep a little bit and get back to work. And I hit a piece of that truck that fell off of it, but I didn't see it. I hit it and it shattered, like not even shattered, it like ripped my tire to shreds. Like, I mean, it ripped my tire to fucking shreds, y'all. And if y'all want to see it, I'll post it on my Instagram story so you can see it. But it was to the point where it ripped my tire so much that the inside of it, like where you put the bolts in there, I don't know what that's called, but it was sparking on the ground, right? So I had to maneuver the wheel to the side and get it to the side of the road. Now, y'all, I'll never, I will never not believe, never. I was a few yards away from a rest stop when this happened. I dragged my car the best I could. I dragged my car into the rest stop parking lot. And I parked it there and I went to these people that were next to me. I said, hey, can y'all help me out? Like, you know, do you know anything about cars? Whatever. They act like they didn't know English because they was Hispanic. They act like they didn't know what I was saying. Whatever. Cool. And so I sat there and I looked around. And this is the reason why this episode is called I Almost Cried. Because I went to... Before I cried, because I felt I felt the tears coming up, because I'm like, now it's 1.30 a.m. I'm two hours away from base, and I don't know how I'm going to get there. And I have work in the morning, and I can't be late. And I'm not supposed to be outside of the radius that I'm allowed to be outside of, and I very much was outside of it. And so I go over to the uh the bulletin board to get information there's always no matter where you go there's always going to be some information about something somewhere so i'll go over to the bulletin board i look at the information they have a tow truck i call the tow truck i'm like hey can y'all come pick my car can you pick me up and take me to oklahoma city they said yes but it's going to be 650 dollars we're going to charge you by the mile it's going to be 650 tonight and i'm like i just can't i don't have it to give I don't even think, I know I had 650 in the account. I think I had like $800 at the time, but I knew that me giving them 650 was not going to be beneficial for me later on, moving forward. So I'm like, no, I can't do that. So I go back to my car and I just, I, I was ready to start crying because crying really is my last resort. That's the last resort for me. And and I try to figure out what to do before I cry. 
that's always, that's just been me as a person. I always try to give it my best effort before I break down crying because at that point, I don't know what else to do and it's hopeless. And so I'm right at the edge. Like I'm just about to give up and I'm just about to start crying. And um, I look around the parking lot and something tells me, I said, okay, something is like, go over to that white truck that's over there. There's a family and they're putting stuff in this truck and they're like checking the, <laughs> they're like checking the truck and checking the tires and putting stuff in the trunk. And like, they're just, they're just doing family shit, I guess. And so I go over to them and I'm like, Hey, hi. Um, I just hit something and I just, you know, ripped my tire up and could you just take a look at it for me? I asked the dad of the family and I said, hi, could you just look at it for me? And he's like, yeah, sure. I'll come over. And he was like, so where are you headed? I said, I'm headed to Tinker Air Force Base. I said, because I am an airman there and uh, I have to be to work in the morning and I'm, I'm just coming off of a little vacation. And he was like, oh, really? He was like, oh, what's your AFSC? And I said, I'm a one papa. Um, I'm a one papa, but I'm a one level. He was like, oh, I know some one papas. And I was like, oh, yeah, that's cool. You know, whatever. So he looks at my tire and he's like, yeah, um, this is really bad. <laughs> he's like, this is really bad. And you're going to have to get this towed. Like, there's nothing we can do. I don't have a tire and I, I, you don't have a tire, you know, in your trunk or anything. You don't have a spare or anything. So you're just going to have to get it towed or, or you're going to have to get a tire and bring it out here and put it on it. One of those two. And I said, okay, I'll, I guess I'll figure that out. He was like, well, I can take you with me. He was like, I have my wife with me and my son with me. He was like, but I'm a retired master sergeant and I work on base because the way Tinker Air Force Base is set up, they have the civilian side of the base where retired people work. And then they have the active side of the base where people who are actively on duty work. And um, he's like, I work on the civilian side and I live on base so you can just ride with us. And so they took me, they put me in the car with them and they drove me back and we got to base and sure enough, they showed their IDs at the gate. They got us on base. They drove me to the dorms. They let me out and I went to my room and I went to bed. And honestly, I, I was so exhausted that I really, I really didn't have time to be in shock about it. Um, I was thankful and I was grateful for them, but I was so tired and I was so like, I was coming down off of the anxiety, the, like the anxiety high that I was on and, and how scared I was because I was gonna have to, I was gonna have to get in trouble the next day for not being at work on time and for being out of the mile radius. And I was, I was just, I was coming down off of that adrenaline rush because, so I laid down that night and it really wasn't even nighttime anymore. It was probably like four o'clock in the morning at the time. And um, 
I just remember being so thankful and I was, I was, the amazement was there and the, the, the gratefulness to God was there, but I was just so tired that I didn't get the full effect of everything. And so the next morning I ended up calling one of my friends who lived in the dorms next to me. And I was like, Marquez, could you please take me to work with you? Um, because some stuff is going on with my car. He was like, sure, get in the car with me. I'll take you, you know, to work. And um, I get there and I remember my boss was like, Huff, you look like shit. What's going on with you? Because I had only had like two hours of sleep. And um, I was like, I told him what happened. And he was like, so you mean to tell me a master sergeant was at the rest stop and he picked you up? and brought you here. I said, yes. I mean, a stranger out of nowhere. Like, I can't believe it just as much as you probably don't believe it right now. There's never gonna be a time where I don't believe it. Like, uh, just y'all, that wasn't nothing but God for me. And I always believe that God and my mother is there, always. And if something doesn't work out, I try to keep my faith and I try to redirect my thinking to either this is better for me that it doesn't work out or that it will work out in a different way than what it seems like. Because I just refuse to believe that it's not possible and I refuse to believe that God's not there. I just can't do it and I just... It gives me chills to think about that story. And it gives me chills to think about how the other day when everything was looking so bad for me that I almost cried. I literally almost cried. And that's always like my little saying I say to myself because right before I right before I cry, there's always something that fixes it, or there's always something that helps me. It's always something. And it's and that's why it's almost cry, because I don't get the chance to. And if I do cry, it's out of grace, and it's out of being grateful, being thankful, and just being glad. So people come in and try to push their opinions on me and say, I don't believe in God. Yes, I do. Yes, I do, because I've seen it. I've seen him, I've seen it, I've seen them, I've seen her, whoever it is. <sighs> Those type of moments. So, Sorry to get emotional, y'all. And, you know, this is a very serious episode for me because there's been many instances where, you know, and maybe I'll come on here one day and tell y'all and give y'all the examples and, and share with you the stories that I have and how I know who's with me and who walks with me at all times. Um, but yeah, thank y'all for listening. And um, 
as always, I have another episode coming at the end of this week. So I will catch y'all forever and always in the next one.